0: rescue up, save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? Hello and welcome to Fallen Kingdom, we return to Jurassic World one minute time. I'm Brett. I'm Dave. And here we are back to discuss minute 51 of Fallen Kingdom. Before we get to that, David heading over to Wikipedia briefly for an article here on the Unimog Mercedes Benz Unimog. I'm not gonna to go too far into I'm sure we would have touched on this for Jurassic World when we have the Unimog chase. Particularly top speeds, whether or not a Unimog could outrun a pack of raptors. <laughs> All that stuff we would have discussed that minute, but uh, yeah, a bit of a bit of a reference here on the Unimorg, uh, it's history obviously used uh, European armed forces. We used it here up until, uh, I think it's, it's only just getting phased out now the last couple of years being phased out. So it had one purpose and that was to carry, carry things, uh, off road. So mm-hmm. yeah. So the link to the Wikipedia article here is in this, uh, the run sheet that'll be posted up with the episode.
1: Three years after the fall of Jurassic World, the debate over Isla Nublar rages on. The island's long dormant volcano, reclassified as active, has shown considerable unrest in recent months. Geologists now predict an extinction level event will kill off the last living dinosaurs on the planet.
0: Dave, we ready to get a minute 51 for Fall Fallen Kingdom? Sounds good. All right, minute 51 of fall Kingdom opens with Owen and Franklin hanging on the back of the Unimog and ends with a Brachiosaurus waving off the departing boat. Oh, uh, <laughs> we're nearly there. Uh, as we're in a minute 50, Alan and Franklin had managed to climb uh, under the back of the speeding Unimog. Uh, Claire was now driving towards the boat. Uh, we cut to the rear ramp of the ship, drop into the water as the vessel powers away from the dock. Unsure why it drops, it's obviously a ramp that's part of the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd think it'd be hydraulically powered here. The novel's going to... Uh, give us another insight but I don't really like that idea either but yeah, it's just weird that this uh, ramp if it was on cables and yes, it's been lowered down onto the concrete dock and obviously there's been a bit of extra cable unspool which is why it drops down but uh, a big ship like this, this, this should be a whole dry ramp.
1: I know that the general cargo area and stern of the ship was based on the LPD landing platform dock that is used by navies. And I'd have to ask my dad when he served on his, how the ramp was raised and lowered. But I know that the general idea of it is that the ramp can be lowered far enough to allow seawater to actually enter this cargo area and allow ships to float off, or not ships, but like landing landing vehicles to float off out of the back of the ship and onto the beaches. Okay,
0: yep. Well, yeah, and we're gonna see at the end of the minute where the, the Unimog's having trouble uh driving up the ramp. Yes, wet wet rubber on wet steel you're gonna have trouble. Yeah. Uh I'd I'd assume it being a landing vehicle, a landing vessel uh, that they could uh dispatch or let uh amphibious vehicles go out. I'm sure there'd be all sorts of non slip stuff on that ramp. <laughs> so we didn't we don't see what we see at the end of this moment moment or minute. Uh, I'm just going to put it up to Hollywood, just trying to add suspense. That yes, not only do we have a volcano coming, not only is the boat leaving, but now the the uh, the ramps drop down into the water as well, which is just piling on for our our heroes, so to speak. But uh, briefly mentioned at last minute, uh, I was a member of the Australian Defence Force and uh, I trained as a driver with these Unimogs. Driving at speeds or jumping is, uh, <laughs> I can only imagine, maybe not so much, but a, a fighter pilot seeing a jet do something that, that can't do that, or someone that rides motorbikes seeing someone do some absurd uh, CG stunt on a motorcycle in, in a movie. Mm. But anyway, Claire's actions here by changing gears and flooring it would have, uh, it'd be very slow and delayed response from the engine and, and not what we see. In the movie, but it is a movie, and the Unimog races along the deck, along the dock towards uh, the departing ship. And someone's inspired by speed because it launches up in the air and uh, flies off the dock onto that back ramp.
1: Now, that physics I don't understand is what caused it to fly up in the air. Like, I mean, you know, got don't drive that fast in the first place. The, the most it's going to do is just kind of uh, drop right off the edge there.
0: Yeah, you're probably good for about 40, 45 miles an hour uh, top speed, and you need again, I'm pretty sure we. this seems familiar, we would have talked about this when we are talking about the Raptors pursuing the last Unimog, Uh, this is the same model as what we've seen in Jurassic World, Uh, a little bit, with the condition I'd say it's something returned and not something left behind from Jurassic World, it'd be interesting if we did see some sort of markings on it to suggest it was uh, something left behind from Jurassic World, but it is, it's, it's, it's speed all over again, because again, on that, we see the approach to the, the gap, and it's clear, uh, here, we've seen the ramp drop off the end of the dock, and it's clear, and then the, at least that, they actually had a real bus <laughs> do the jump way here, obviously CG, unfortunately, uh, we have this CG Unimog fly in the air, but it does the same thing, the front kicks off, as if there's a ramp, or something there to, to launch it. Hmm. But it, it happens, <laughs> um, and the other thing, they aren't they aren't naturally uh, kept in four wheel drive. There's a switch there you can have it in two wheel drive, four wheel drive, mm-hmm. or four wheel drive the, with the diff locks engaged. So if it's been used just around the dock, then it might not have been in four wheel drive. So it landing on this dock on this ramp uh, with the water, the wet water, and the rear tires spinning, I can buy that. Uh, especially if the ramp has dropped a bit too. There's a bit more of a steep angle there for it to try and get up. Interesting, while the back wheels are spinning here, you can see the Californian license plates on the back, which you mentioned a couple of minutes ago about Volcanoes uh, wiping out any evidence of, of these guys doing this stuff on the island and, and vehicles and that being left behind as charred remains. Mm-hmm. License plate a bit be the same, where, okay, it's, I'll say aluminium, you'll say aluminium, <laughs> but... Uh, I know plates here are made of that so it probably wouldn't take a lot for them to melt but it's a it's a fake movie plate but it is a California plate which would tie back to superiors or we know Lockwood Mansion is in California so maybe uh, maybe Mills was a bit uh bit, bit neglectful when he was ordering ordering <laughs> gear for this expedition
1: <laughs> sounds about right yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah because mercenaries of course and ones doing this here would uh, try to be secret or secretive But uh, mm. and anyway, we do see when it does go into the cargo hold too the license plate on the front as well So, but yeah uh, through the power of yelling and changing gears in the Unimog, uh Claire gets <laughs> it to drive up the ramp because <laughs> anyone that's seen a movie or anyone that's had trouble with a bog car or something all you have to do is yell and uh, it will start to move and get yourself out <laughs> Oh, of course. <laughs> uh yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But uh it yeah, it gets finally gets gripping, launches up into the ship's hold. Uh surprisingly no one has seen this. Uh, there's no crew at the rear of the ship, no one's there's no bystanders watching the volcano. Uh that we see anyway.
1: Not until the everybody turns around and watches it. I mean there must be like twenty five people on the in the cargo hold like just minutes later. Yeah. Or just seconds later, I should say.
0: Yeah. And I can sort of... To them, all they've seen is a Unimog driving up the dock. As far as they're concerned, it could have been someone that hasn't made the boat yet. So True. I can understand why they're not really rushing to uh, to capture Owen and the crew. But in saying that, you just seen supposedly your comrades jump a Unimog into the back. Is one person not going up for a fist pump or or something like that? And, hey, who are you guys? Dude, that That was
1: awesome! awesome."
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do it again! (laughs) Uh, And then the Unimog screeches to a halt as everyone takes a moment to uh, be thankful that they're on board. And we start to hear that soft alarm in the voices. Uh, Claire grabs a John Deere hat or cap from the sun visor and it falls down when she pulls the sun visor down and puts her hair up doing the age old uh, female trying to blend in on a ship full of men by tucking the hair away (laughs) to look like a man which, it's like Clark Kent and uh, glasses you you can't put your hair away and all of a sudden you look like a guy (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) but uh, yes, then on the hold, suddenly all the mercenaries start to, uh, it could be seen, we can pan across uh, their prizes and the trucks all lined up in the hold. We see the Stegosaur moving around in the cage and uh, we keep on pan to the rear door where we start to get some people amassing at that big open rear door and uh, Claire opens the truck door and looks back to where the men are standing and as the uh, score slows and the background noise softens, the crew go over to watch a lone Brachiosaur lumbering onto the abandoned dock, bellowing at the departing boat. And that's, uh, that's where this minute ends. No spoiler, of course, that uh, that has only got another minute of its life left, and uh, we'll be back to discuss that next week. All right, we covered that pretty well, Dave. Um, looking into novel comparisons briefly, uh, on the ship, uh, a crewman orders drop the ramp, cut it, uh, just as the speeding truck drove up the ramp and into the, uh, it fell into the water. Um, so I'm not sure what happened there, unless there's some sort of wooden or makeshift ramp, that was being used from the ship uh, to bridge from the ship to the dock, and they've just cut it and left it behind, which would sort of make sense, but not for this type of boat. If it was some other cargo ship or something that didn't normally have ramp access and they've got a uh, like a makeshift or one they've built, or a ramp that's on the dock anyway for other ships, um, it sort of makes a bit more sense with cutting, cutting the ramp or having it dropped in in the water. But also then that that means that uh, at least one crewman has seen the unawak enter the hold as well. So again, maybe it's just uh, thinking comrades have made it to the boat, and uh, that was a that was a lucky lucky near miss. They could have been left behind, like the uh, the poor brakus or Claire and the crew watched the burning island, the scorched island that slowly crumbled into the ocean, and with steam rising. So. It seems to be a lot more devastating <laughs> in the in the novelisation what we're getting in the novel. Um and I'll be interested to see how next minute's handled in the novelisation as well with the uh with the brachiosaur. But uh Dave, anything else on minute fifty before we get out here for the week? Yeah, I think we're good. And that should have been minute fifty one, not fifty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many numbers. We've got one more one more, two more minutes and we are off this island, uh, for good, unfortunately, so The time has come to uh, steam towards California and Lockwood Manor.